0: keeping people waiting too long we yeah. can, i'm gonna let you lead the way man i'm gonna jump right in with the dagger and i'm gonna stab the stake and throw it against the All wall we're
1: just gonna have an honest conversation about e3 and digital uh shows pretty much man um but yeah let's jump right into it <clears throat> <clears throat> hello 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 and welcome to a very special episode of the super weapon podcast the most overpowered podcast on the internet it's your boy Darius the artist and as always i have my co-host dc here with me today. day
0: Hey man, it's your favorite bridge builder wall destroyer. Your boy BC in the building with the fresh
1: new crispy voice. Oh man, buttery over there, buttery smooth, new mic, new, new camera angles. If you guys aren't watching this live, uh, and I highly encourage you guys. Come to my kitchen. Yeah, Uh man. got a nice wide angle there. I got a, I got a, I'm sporting a new angle myself, man. You know, we just, we, we keeping you guys guessing when you show up here. Hey, wait, 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 wait. And
0: we're gonna call your place the Honeycomb Hideout. <laughs> See the wall? <laughs>
1: Appreciate it, man. The Honeycomb Go ahead, point Hideout. Point at them. Hideout. Point at them. Show the people, some, man. Show uh, the people. We got some new lights in, man. Some new uh, Nano Leaf elements. I'm really digging these. They're kind of like a uh, wood accents on the wall. Wood um, grain. Yeah. I'm pretty, I pretty. <laughs> Uh, I like him a lot, man. Yeah, BZ, he has a uh, knack for naming things. For so as long as I've known this guy, man, he he is the naming king, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh man, uh but yeah, man. Um we're here again, guys. Um second episode of the week like we promised you guys we would give you. Um we're here to talk about E3. Um uh, but not in the not in the 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 traditional sense where we we're going to give you guys like favorite moments and games and stuff from the latest presentations. Um, I kind of just wanted to have an honest conversation with, with our community and the wider gaming community, just about E3 as a whole. Um, cause we're here pretty much on the last day. Um, Nintendo, Bandai Namco, and I believe Capcom was yesterday. Capcom was on Monday. Um, Pretty much all the, the big hitter, heavy hitters have gone. Um we've had a week of pretty crazy news overall. Um I, I still I still get excited about E three every year. Um I don't think that's gonna change for me personally. But this one just kinda felt different, didn't it? Like it, it didn't didn't really feel like you're I mean, you know, even last year kinda felt a little bit more traditional E three, even though they were kinda well not last year, year before, excuse me. Um
0: yeah you know
1: um I think e three is still trying
0: to find its place in the world, so to speak because we do have um I mean I'm I don't even wanna let's let's take the pandemic um out of this right the whole pandemic 2021 right before this e three was still trying to find his footing because people started to realize that they didn't need E3 per se. They can do their own um, shows or events and stuff like that. Yeah. So E3 was always, I mean, they already were put in a bind with that a couple of years back. Right. So I think E3 is, has such a stable, it's such a stable in the gaming community that they are trying to, I feel like they're trying to hang in there. Like, they still want to be around. They don't want to end E3. But it seems like they're having trouble kind of finding out where they belong or what can they do to stay relevant. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of how people used to read like Word Up magazine and stuff, stuff like that. Oh like man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, then once everything went to the internet, it was like they were trying to figure out what are we going to do with like magazines. And I feel like the same thing is happening with E3. It's like people can do their own thing now. So I think they're, they're, they're testing the waters and trying to figure out like, can we stay relevant enough to be around? And it's interesting to see, but at the same time, I'm not going to lie. I'm an E3 baby. I know you are too. So I know a lot of us are a lot of us in the gaming community. We go, you know, E3 is that time of the year where we get wild. We get to see some of the some great, great, great showcases of games that we love. And this year it was rough, man. I feel like, yeah, people just threw some stuff together. Honestly, my opinion, this is my opinion. If you guys disagree with it, we welcome you to come to the discord, have a talk with us in the super weapon chat. But my opinion, I feel like a lot of people just kind of threw EA a bone because it's EA. Like, "Uh, here, we'll give you a little bit of something. Um, Here, you guys can show this or, you know, here, take this. Like, I mean, that's just how I felt. Like, because after watching the Nintendo and the Capcom, man, I just was like, I was, I'll just be honest with you, man. I was completely underwhelmed by the whole thing.
1: You know, I, I I agree with you on those points. Um, I think the only thing that saved E3 for me this year was Microsoft's press conference, and not and not in the way of, not in the way of their announcement, but you know, it almost felt like Microsoft's portfolio is the most put together. I mean, you know, this is just off of what we've seen. Of course, we haven't seen what Sony has in the pipeline. I still think that we'll get a Sony state of play, like a big blowout from them before the end of the summer. Um, but it almost it almost kind of felt like, you know, their portfolio was the one that was the most put together. They had the most exciting announcements. I mean, and it was just weird because, you know, you had a lot of these shows um, that I personally don't think needed to be these long E3 presentations, I don't feel like E3 is the format for sit down conversations with developers, deep dives in in, into your game where you're not really showing gameplay. Um, I think that was the biggest off-putting thing for me for a lot of these, um, a lot of these presentations, even, even the ones that did have gameplay, there was either, it was either one of two things, either the game was almost a year out or it was, announcements for games that are already out, you know, like extra DLC or, you know, remastered this, or, you know, it just, we didn't really have those huge moments this year. And I, and it's kind of, you know, what you were saying, I I really feel as though, I really feel like the pandemic really hit a lot of companies, especially our industry. And we're we're really starting to see the effects of it this year in particular with, especially with game releases. I mean, the biggest one today with Nintendo, people were, were upset that Breath of the Wild got pushed into next year. Like they, and they just said 2022 window, which isn't a very confident, give, gives me confidence that it'll come out next year. Or if it does, it'll probably be late next year. I mean, you mm. just, you just really had a lot of these moments where you had people, you were pulling people in with baited breath, um, you know, for, for God's sake, can we just stop with the double countdowns on presentations? If double dead. if you want people to show up at a specific time, show them what you want to show them. Don't make them wait another hour, especially, you know, I feel like in today's age, we're, we're such a, a memory dump society, if you will, you know, we're quick to, we'll watch something and then quickly forget about it and move on to the next thing. Um, and you know, I f- I really do feel for a lot of the developers and companies that tried to put together stuff. Um, I don't I don't blame e- the ESA or E3 for what game developers show. You know, they don't have any control over that. But you know, and and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this so we could look at it in two different parts, right? Like what you were saying with the, with E3 as a whole. I think the format that it that it has currently isn't going to last them much longer. Um, I mean, you look at what Jeff Keighley and uh, summer games fest did, uh, which isn't, it isn't a replacement in my mind, not yet. Or I feel like summer games fest still has a lot of room to grow. Um, but just E3 as a whole, it just, it just does not feel the same anymore. And I'm, I'm curious, like, if you were the head of the ESA, what, what would you do? What do you think they can do to change the narrative? I mean, we can we can almost just assume that Sony's never going back to E3 at this point. I mean, it shouldn't even. Honestly, I don't even know why it's a question anymore. Um, <laughs> I would be more surprised if they said they were going to ever go back to E3, but I don't think they ever will. But what what do you think they could do to to kind of right the ship here? I mean, sh- we'll probably be back in person events next year, I imagine. Um, I mean, do you think it's best for E3 to maintain like this influencer focus? where they're trying to bring streamers into the whole mix. And I mean, there was kind of a little bit of controversy on that too, that I kind of want to touch on with co-streaming the event. But um, before I jump in, like, just what do you, what do you think, man? Like, I I really, I'm really curious about that.
0: Well, as you were talking, um, I'm trying to listen to you and think about the question that you, that you brought up. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I really don't know um I was just thinking that maybe they can secure some type of deal to with with maybe the consoles maybe like Sony Xbox or Nintendo to where they have like a certain like certain games that they get the right to you know show off in the showcase maybe I don't know maybe like uh, guaranteed like if nintendo's gonna do their own thing or Sony's gonna do their own thing mm. it's just like i don't know like they need they need content man basically and i'm gonna be real with you i just don't know where <laughs> they can get it from at that point yeah i don't know what they can do to solidify that spot that they once held um it's gonna be tough man like I don't know. I just really don't know, man. I don't have the answer to the question. I'm really stumped right now.
1: You know, because I... Well, you know, I, I kind of want to play devil's advocate with that. You know, because I know a lot of people want E3 gone or they don't think it... I personally think that in another five to ten years, if it does not change course, I think we could see the end of E3. Um, You know, but I, I enjoy having pretty much all of our announcements in one place as far as like a consumer you know slash viewer you know i nowadays you know you have everyone wanting to do these nintendo style directs um which some succeed and some don't i think sony probably does the best job with their state of plays um but i, I sometimes feel like we have so many uh presentations to keep track of dates to to know to write down and it's kind of overwhelming sometimes right where you know e3 you get most of your big big news in one week um and i kind of like the approach that microsoft is taking where they're showing more halo stuff this week they're focusing on that um and they're doing some sort of extended showcase with some of their developers that didn't show anything like a round table and i'm curious what that's going to be about on thursday Um, we'll definitely definitely touch on that um, when that happens.
0: But do you think
1: do you think we get these extended Halo moments and
0: stuff if Halo presentation was trash, like if it was bad?
1: Yes, yes, I think that was already planned out. And and the reason why I you know I I look at Microsoft differently this year than a lot of the other companies because. You know, Microsoft has spent the better part of the last three to four years trying to rebrand their image, um, rebuild their port, their first party for- portfolio. I mean, you remember in 2018 when they announced that they acquired a lot of the companies that they have now. Um, and I think we're starting to kind of see that fruit bear a little bit. That's why I don't really feel like Microsoft was hindered as much by the pandemic or or as much as they're letting on. I'm sure there are some projects that slid farther than they would have liked. Um I think Halo was a was a classic example of something like that. Either the pressure was too big for some of them where they ended up changing leadership. Um you know you had Joe Staten and Bonnie Ross on stage during um E three this year, which was big. Um I mean those guys are veterans with the Halo franchise. But I just <sighs> I don't know, I don't know what E3 can do to change, um, but I will say on the developer's end of things, um, was I surprised that we didn't get any, I mean, we got a few, don't, let me not say that. We got we got a few big bangers this past week. You know, we got the Elden Ring trailer where people have been talking about that for forever and a day. Um, we got Halo, Halo looked great. Um, we got some pretty cool exclusives from Xbox that they were working on. Um, PC gaming show had a a, a few, a few cool, uh, indie games I'm kind of interested in, but nothing that was like your, your God of war or your, you know what I mean? Like nothing that was so industry shattering. Um, you know, I think this year in particular, you know, as we move into the, where we're basically at the midway point of the year we've kind of seen the effects of development where games have come out either unfinished or features are completely missing or broken. Um it's it's been really tough on developers, man. And and the thing that was really disappointing to me, and we've touched on this a lot here in this podcast, is just how angry and 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 I don't I don't want to say the word toxic, but just just disgusting towards developers and companies people have been this past week they
0: were out of control
1: matter (laughs) of fact
0: yeah there was a big debate about even turning um the chat off on streams like live streams and first of all like I, i said this on twitter i was like i don't understand why there's a chat first of all it's moving too fast so no one like It's just, I don't, I don't understand the the point of having a chat during a live stream. And then when you do see stuff, it's really just toxic type stuff, man. It's like, you know, if it's not something that people want to see, it's usually some toxic kind of chant or, you know, you got this, this, this herd mentality. Once one person say something and everybody keeps saying it and, you know, yeah a couple of people, um, they actually had the chat disabled during the live stream. And I, I just thought that was crazy. And so it's just, it's the piggyback off what you were saying about this level of, I I like to call it
1: entitlement. I'm yes, going to say that. that's a better word. Yep.
0: That is a much better level word of entitlement saying. from us of uh, the consumer like me. You know how I am about games. I'm pretty relaxed. Like, if something get pushed back, if it's something that I don't like, it's real simple for me. I'll just play another game. It's really that simple. Like, if something get pushed back, I got stuff to play. But we... I noticed... When, and we talked about this before the show, and we talked about this uh, yesterday, me and Darius, is the fact that people are really, really in their feelings, and they're really entitled. They think if... Yeah something don't go their way, then it's, oh, this developer is, he sucks, and they, most of these guys you can find on Twitter, people going to their Twitters and attacking them, and I'll give you one example before I hand you over the mic. One guy, um, what was it, was it IGN? Somebody wrote something that said, there was an article that's saying um, Halo, I'm paraphrasing here. It mm-hmm. said, Halo is milking their protagonists. It's time for the chief to go, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. So everybody under this wow. article, it you can click on a link and it takes you to the Arthur's mm-hmm. Twitter page, right? Which is crazy to me. So you already know where this is going, right? Right. Yeah. So I clicked on it and I went to his page and let me see what I wrote I just put I put no I just put some it was very you know decent like I didn't go off on a dude I was like basically I was like I strongly disagree with your stance on this I think blah 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 blah. and you know I actually was I have a civil conversation with this person everyone else is just like oh you stupid the master chief is never gonna die Blah blah. blah. You must be a a Sony fanboy. Oh, a Sony pony, blah, blah, blah. You write horrible articles. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. So it's just like, man, I don't know. Like I've witnessed things because I'm on Twitter a lot. So, you know, sometimes it's just like, y'all got to relax. Like y'all seriously, you got to, because I couldn't imagine, right. My my nine to five job before this, I go to work and I'm constant. That'd be like if I'm at work and I'm just constantly getting bombarded by people saying that I suck. Yeah. So it's crazy to me, man. Like, and it really showed this. It really showed. I've been in some conversations on Reddit. I'm like, you would think that these people lives depend on this.
1: It's just wild, man. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, it's been such a, it's been so, I think it's really been magnified over the last year, how angry and, and just upset people can be. If something like a game doesn't get announced or they change a feature is changed in a game or something, you know, something to that effect. And it's just, it's nuts to me, man. Uh, and Cardinal, you know, he he put it, he put it, you know, you're always going to have toxic people that like to troll, which is unfortunate. It's unfortunate well, to, to, to look you know at it this way, you know, in this industry. It's
0: it's a level to it, though. Yeah. I feel like it's a level to it because I know a troll when I see a troll. I like I like to think I know the difference between a troll and then someone who's just pissed off because some people... Usually, trolls come in the form of um, someone on Twitter that has one follower, zero posts. You know, trolls like to hide. The the
1: faceless egg, as I like to call them.
0: Yeah, no profile on the Twitter page. But then the people who actually have real accounts, and they're just angry, like... Yo, Breath of the Wild. Oh my God, this blah 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 Zelda. <laughs> this this presentation was ass, and I'm, I freaking hate it, man. I'm like, but okay, can we get some constructive criticism here? Like, why did you hate it? Like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I think, it, I think it I'm really relaxed, up.
1: so I don't know. You know what it's I up. think is a part a part contributor to that is. You know the the industry being as secretive as it is by the nature of the work that is done it it incites rumors unlike any other industry on earth you know you always have like a few movie rumors here and there but game rumors especially close to big presentations and big you know big times of the year like e3 you know people Mm -hmm. people listen to a lot of content creators and news reporters who may or may not have an inside track on some information. And once it gets out there, people take it and they sprint down the hill with it. Like they, you know, they will listen to no other opinion, you know, and treat that rumor as fact until they see the presentation and then something doesn't get shown. And, you know, people are up in arms about it. Just like the Switch Pro. Everybody was sure last Thursday it was gonna get announced before E3. They were like, there's no way the Switch Pro doesn't get announced this week, Bloomberg said. So this guy said so. That guy said so. You know. Yet here we are once again. You know, a lot of people feel like they are they have been let down, which is right. Hey, I will say this much: if you were expecting a bit of news and you didn't hear anything You're about the game, down. or you know, it's okay to be let down, but don't. Once again, man, like don't don't go attacking developers and and these, these people work very hard too to put together the things that they can show. Um, and I think this year was just a result of, as far as like developers go, I think this year was just a result of, you know, the pandemic ravaging society to the point where, I mean, you got these guys working at home, everybody, every developer doesn't have gigabit internet. Every developer doesn't have access to the tools that they might in their office. Um, you know, it's not, it's not as glamorous as, as people may think. Um, and I think you know this. This really showed us that while we're, we'll get some games this year, we will, we'll get some good hey, ones. Let me let me stop you right there. Did your stream cut, bro? Uh, I hope not. Uh, let me refresh. Um, I'm seeing an error network. No, I'm still here. Uh, refresh your stream. You refresh the uh the screen. Yeah, I'm still here. I just hit refresh just to make sure. Well, I mean, you can keep talking. Okay. I mean, I yeah, we're still sure. here, guys. Okay. No, nah, I mean, thank you because it—you never know, right? <laughs> right. We're, we're working through difficulty, You never guys. know. <laughs> but yeah, thank man. you, you, you know, patient. It's just—it's—it's just—it's gonna be a slow. It's gonna probably be a slower holiday than usual. I mean, it's still hard to get consoles. It's still hard to find basic parts to build computers right now. <laughs> I mean, like. Simple things that you would, you know, a normal person might be able to go in the store and buy. But you know, it's just it's just one of those things where I think, and I and I say this all the time, and I really don't think people are, they or they they don't really listen when I say it. Cyberpunk was the, <laughs> it was the nexus oh, cool. point yeah, in the timeline. <laughs> that game not being good when it released put the entire game industry on notice like i'm not and i I, I promise so, you that's so you're saying it. cyberpunk is flashpoint cyberpunk is flashpoint for the games industry <laughs> i need somebody i need that i need that clip and we're gonna put that as a promo it was the it was the flashpoint of the industry man it's you, you know, know <laughs> <laughs> it changed
0: everything it changed
1: everything and we, I,
0: we probably gonna still be referencing cyberpunk till the end of 2020 yeah I and, and by China. the way
1: shout out to cyberpunk it's gonna be re-released on playstation i think next week june 21st or, yeah i think it's either june 21st or sometime at the end of june but good on cd project red for getting that to a state where it can get back on the playstation store um but i really think that was a a big point in the industry that people saw and people are going to talk about it for ye- we're going to be talking about Cyberpunk 10 years from now like yeah. <laughs> as a game that 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 had all the marketing in the in the world, all the hype in the world and and it just fell flat on its face when it when it came out and i think a lot of developers were you know looking 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 at it and was like yeah, we can't do this. You know, a normal studio would not have survived that. Um, and you're right, BZ, exactly. People and and that's the, good, that's the good part him, of the yeah. industry, man. Like <laughs> a lot of people refunded the game. I should have, I didn't. I uninstalled it, <laughs> but a lot of people refunded it and, and they got their voices heard. Your opinion was heard, and that's what we need more of in the industry. Not the not the negative in in angry yeah, in, in a good way. I mean it's all it's all well and good to, to have your memes and be fun about it, but don't go attacking people telling me you're going to kill them and you know I'm, I'm gonna find your family and you know all that crazy stuff man Don't Yeah, we're never
0: promoting that, that type of behavior around here no
1: no nah, heck no man that's that's cornball stuff man i'll go ahead and say it man you're a cornball if you're doing that kind of stuff man but you know i i really feel like i mean if if 22 2022 and beyond holds up to where it allegedly, is supposed to be. I mean, you think about it, we're gonna get probably God of War next year, um, Eld- of the wild Elden Ring, Breath of the Wild, whatever, whatever Microsoft wants to release next
0: 2022 year. 2022 is gonna be dope, the City.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be pretty stacked, man. Like, I, I'm really excited for next year. I think, like I said, I think this fall is gonna be re- really good. I got my eye on a few games. Oh, um,
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: With that being said, right,
0: mm-hmm. we get all these games next year. Do we get a bigger? Will this affect E3 for next year? Do you think?
1: I, I have a theory. In about positive, that. in a positive or a negative way. Like, I think that if, I mean, not if we're gonna get another E3 next year. Don't kid yourself, uh, guys. I think it's either gonna go one of two ways. Either E3 next year is gonna be so. Balls to the wall. We got announcements on top of announcements. You know, we had an extra year to get, you know, we we had time to get our people back in the studio. Everyone's working at a full clip again. You know, I think we'll get a lot of cool announcements for stuff that might not even be on the horizon for 2022. Um, mm-hmm. You know, or there'll be another quiet E3. Either, you know, or we might still see the, the ripple effects of development from home uh, for the next few years definitely could happen I mean they were saying yeah. I mean Microsoft and Sony came out and told y'all straight up we not gonna have no consoles until next year not many I'm still trying to get a Playstation 5 I'm gonna get one I promise you I'm gonna get I'm one to get Xbox. don't worry about it you're gonna see one eventually I'll have an Xbox fridge before I have <laughs> the actual <Xbox>. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'll be able to buy that before the actual console <laughs> you know I. I mean it's I don't know man I'm I'm kind of like in 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 a little bit of a a, mi- a mixed state about E3 right now. Um I'm excited to see whatever Sony has in store. I think that what EA is planning for the end of July is going to be another disappointment. Um especially if we don't see Dragon Age 4 from BioWare. If we don't even hear a whisper of that from Ether, mm. from from whatever their presentation is going to be, I think we'll get more Battlefield, which is okay. That's cool. I like tornadoes and tanks. I don't know about you guys, but what tanks, else you got?
0: aids and tornado. <laughs> right. yeah.
1: What else you got besides FIFA and Madden? You know what I mean? Like, give me something that I can be excited about, man. You know, man, but I don't think we're gonna get it. Not this year.
0: I'm almost in the at the point of being a little forgiven. Yeah, because I mean, we've had talks in earlier episodes about E3, and uh, to quote one of your uh, famous sayings, you know, you said it a couple of times. You said, "Paper them expectations." Yeah, you said that a couple of times, and now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, we had these conversations. We knew that. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> we knew that going in that e3 was if it was a win it was going to be a win but i didn't you know it was for the most part it was just a little lackluster for me but i'm not ready to just throw ea off of the the cliff you know
1: no no absolutely not man i'm not gonna ea is
0: gonna be like they're gonna be like halo like i think next year or they're gonna have that moment where it's like well hey we have to get this right
1: And I think, and I think they will, I mean, they've been relatively quiet. I mean, you look at the stuff that they've released in the last year, they haven't released many, not many games over the last like calendar year. And not much, as far as I know, outside of like Battlefield and a few smaller titles that they have actually coming out this year. I mean, you know, once again, you know, Cardinal brought it up about Nintendo. I think, you know, I was at least expecting a new Mario game, a new 3D Mario game announcement. But maybe we'll get it next year.
0: Well, did they just come out like another Mario Party? No. They haven't
1: released Mar- a Mario. Oh, what is it? Mario
0: All-Stars? Something Mar- just came out of E3.
1: Uh, it was Mario Rabbids is what you're thinking about. That new rabbit. Oh, game. it yeah. was
0: for... It was during the direct show, the Nintendo Direct. It was Mario, Super Mario something.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. I might have missed that. Yeah, Yeah, there was, you know, The pandemic's been hard for everybody in different ways, man. I think, you know, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Speaking from like a content creator standpoint, I think this year was I think this year was good in the way that it forced a lot of people outside of their comfort zones when they didn't necessarily have quote unquote fun fun games to play. Mario Um,
0: is Mario Party
1: Superstars. It was during a direct. Oh, they announced a new Mario Party. Oh, finally. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Nice. But yeah, man, I think I think this was really good for content creators. You you know, you have to be fluid during the slow periods or the downtime in content. Um that I don't think a lot of people think about. And this was a good example of of what what to do when you don't have anything to play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was just talking to DC earlier, man. Like, I don't know what we're gonna play after the podcast. I don't know. Maybe Apex. I don't know. Something. I mean, God, must be, be, like, so be like, be like water. Apex <laughs> has been so cruel to me. It has, man.
0: It has. Apex has been, been just whooping my ass. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It's
1: not. It, it's, really, it's not been a nice it game, really put me. It really put
0: me back in my place. I'm just an average shooter now. It, it taught us the Damn.
1: truth, right? <laughs> Yeah, man. I was the
0: man for a while. I I was feeling myself, but now, <laughs> yeah, trash core.
1: Yeah, but, you you know, it's, you just have to, you know, learn how to navigate, you know, through, uh, you know, I, I try my best to really learn how to navigate through this industry and, you know, becoming even more ingrained in it as a content creator, I'm learning... When to set my expectations and when to just let them go wild, if that makes sense. And I think a lot of people after having such a tough year, you know, wanting, wanting something to be excited about besides being at home 24 hours a day and they didn't get it. And they kind of lost it. You know, people was like, you know, did one of those. <laughs> <laughs> they get on they get on twitter they get on reddit and they just start going crazy they get on 4chan you know they just go nuts man and it's it's has it's just been kind of disappointing i mean i that's why i really kind of stopped tweeting about e3 i was like man this people are just angry There's so many angry people yeah
0: well you know we got to be that wave that we want to see in the industry we got to be the um we gotta be what we wanna see, man. You know, you, you, you got the Beezys out here, man. You um uh, I can't even pronounce homie's name, the one who be rapping. You know, you got the positive oh, people Amaze? out here. So.
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 man. What was his name? How you pronounce it? Amaze.
0: Ah, uh, that's what I thought. He mm-hmm. spells it crazy. But
1: yeah, you got people like that, man.
0: You know, you got a lot of positivity out here. Um I think that's just something I personally want to focus on but at the same time yeah I don't want to run away from the negativity because it's it's part of the community and it's part of something that I want to have an effect on positively like if that makes sense you I like know that. Like, yeah. there's always a, a yin and a yang it's going to be a good and a bad it just it's up to you to try to make a difference like you know we're all under this one umbrella that's why I thought it would be cool if we just found a really constructive way to talk about and help maybe help someone out with like mental health like yeah you no know, just start doing things within a community that's going to help the community you know what I'm saying
1: I like that man and I think that's very commendable because you know you a lot of times you have people that will touch on it and not respect <sighs> respect the space that it belongs in and listen to the people who have things really going on in their lives. I mean, you know, you guys have been here through some of the hardest times in our lives. I mean, you know, mental health is definitely something that we personally talk about outside of here, not just for others, but for ourselves, um, where you have to do those self checks on your friends, you know, check in with the people that you care about, man. Even if you just ask them, how's your day going? You know, how you doing? You know, I, f- and, you know, that, and that usually genuinely
0: goes. mean it.
1: Yeah. You know? you know, and and that usually goes a long way to make someone's day, man. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's definitely something we're gonna, we're gonna put some more effort into around here. And I, and I completely agree with you. Um, especially yeah, after... it was
0: something I didn't want to rush into because I've spoken with a few people and I'm like, look, I don't know the ins and outs of this. yeah, And I'm not trying to make like a mockery of it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not doing this to get attention or get views or anything like that. This is genuinely coming from a space of someone who's in the process of learning about himself and what he has to deal with. I have my, um, second, uh, therapy session tomorrow, actually at 11. Awesome. So, I'm learning. I'm in the midst of learning about myself and how I tick and what pisses me off and what makes me turn into edge lord, you know, thunderbolt or whatever. Like, because I I mean, I have things about me that I'm honest. I'm being honest with myself about. And I want to learn more. Like, why am I this way? Why do I get upset? So I feel like maybe deep down inside i'm dealing with some kind of depression and don't even know
1: so hey man that's I'm... that's very big of you and, and shout out to dc for even mentioning that on on the podcast and being open to talk about it i i definitely want to give you praise for that man i know it's something that you've been working towards and and, and researching like crazy um and it's and i know that's probably not easy for you to come out and say but um, I, I definitely want it, to it, give you it, props it, for that, man. Appreciate it, man. And
0: it, it does, It it's weird to talk at the same time. It does get easier. Mm. And it's just, it's just, it's just trying to, it's just trying to get mentally just healthy, man. Like I'm just like in a space to where me personally, I deal with so much from work to just like, we, we deal with a lot, man. We deal with a lot of heavy shit, and we don't even realize it until you start talking to people. Sometimes, man, you just need someone to talk to. That helps a lot. And I think that's what helps with like therapy, because you're in a space where you're talking to someone, and you really don't know this person, so you kind of don't really care what they think. So you're kind of speaking freely around your friends as much as just like, homie, this my homie, this my homie you still kind of like you're guarded to a point to where you don't want to say certain things. Cause it's like, yeah, um, I don't want them thinking I'm crazy or this and that. And you know, like when I think when you're dealing with therapy, you can kind of talk freely to this person and don't feel like you're being somewhat like, you know, judged or you putting the weight of what you're going through on someone else's shoulders. So I just encourage people do try to just figure out what works for you man like if you have to take a run every day um if therapy's your back if you have that specific friend that you can talk to about things i think we need to be more open to doing these things and also promoting it too man because i just grew up in a space to where we didn't talk about
1: our problems I'm oh, not going to be man. long-winded with this, but oh, it could it could definitely turn into a long podcast. Just talking, yeah. About no, that's why we're gonna like in the that.
0: near future. We're gonna do like we're gonna have an episode in the near future, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on all these points, you know. And I've, I've I talked to Darius yesterday. I sent him mm-hmm. a text. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? I'm all for it, all in. And he was just like, yeah, you know, I think it's cool. Let's work it in there. So. You know we encourage you guys if you're listening and you have any feedback or hey if you're going through something and you think your experience can help someone you know we're going to get some things together man I, i'm not going to be long-winded here but we're going to work on some things to help out this community that we are a part of
1: absolutely man well very well said and very well spoken man it's you know i know the podcast kind of seemed a little disjointed the guys but we just I don't know. Whenever we usually. That's kind of how this podcast works. You, we start off yeah. with the topic. And then yeah, we I gonna <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, man. That's just how it works You know, we, we talk about a lot of stuff, man. And we don't just want to have this be a gaming podcast that just talks about news and reviews and why did we like this right, and right. why didn't we like that. You know, we want to have honest conversations because that's what's needed. I think in this space and I don't feel like there's enough of it, um, personally, especially from those who look like us. Um, I feel a lot of the times we are fighting against each other in some regards. Um, and that just, you know, it makes me sad, man. I I don't, I don't want that for our people. We got enough of that outside of our collective group that, you know, we don't need to do it in here. So, but just stay tuned for some of that good stuff, man. Um wow. I I'm 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 good, man. I don't I don't really have much else to 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 dump.
0: Yeah, man. Um and just to piggyback on that a little bit, even with the podcast, to me, it's a form of therapy, it's a form of release. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy coming here talking about games and movies and any other thing that comes across table so you know it, it's just fun this is always like fun to me even when we're having audio issues and we're losing our mind
1: <laughs> um, we're freaking out and man it's
0: all good and I, I love the community that we're building and it's just it's it's gonna get bigger and better man like i got the new audio i'm still amped about my audio like, Sounded, sounding sounding great
1: man super professional that's so I sound like, like one of those news reporters. Hello? <laughs> this is
0: Johnny Hamilton the third. But no. Yeah, I don't have anything else to really say about E3. I'm just I'm always rooting for the underdog. You know me, so I want E3 to get better, man. Um this this one was cool. I'm not gonna totally say it was just a dumpster fire or anything. It was I kind of went into it with you know okay we've been through a lot this year but yeah you know it is what it is man we're gonna see that's what's just so fun about the gaming uh community the gaming world things are forever changing changing so we'll forever have something to talk about you don't have anything else man i'm done
1: yeah, i think that's a good place to wrap up guys thank you guys for hanging out man for this uh special episode of the super weapon podcast um, stay tuned for that name. Uh, we have a name for our side episodes We're not gonna tell you yet. You're just gonna have to wait for this episode to drop to see what it is. Um, but I appreciate Ooh. you guys for hanging out, man. If you guys are listening to this live, or if you guys are listening to the audio version, excuse me. We usually record every Saturday at noon. Um, this was a special episode, so you'll probably get this one later in the week. Um, on Friday, I'm gonna drop it Friday. Yeah, so you you guys have two episodes to listen to this week, man. Just to hear our thoughts about E3 and some of the announcements that we saw um that's about it man uh oh yes by the way guys i have not i told you guys i told the stream but i did not tell the podcast we have some new branding on the way very 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 excited for the new branding yeah Um, easy you're not the only one with the new layout you're not the only one in the in the lab buddy (laughs) yeah man we got some new new podcast branding uh hold up Out, out overlay (laughs) stupid that didn't come out right Uh, (laughs) stupid man uh but yeah man just keep your ear to the street man uh i am working with a pretty dope uh graphic designer i'm I'm not gonna say much but i'll just you know when the time's right uh just know it's coming guys um i can't wait i'm really excited for it man me too me too very very excited um but yeah, man, thank you guys for hanging out, man. That's gonna be the end of the audio version, man. If you guys are listening to this, like I said, we record this live every Saturday at noon on twitch.tv slash DariusTheArtist. the artist. You can find me on on Twitter at Darius on YouTube, YouTube Darius the Artist, Instagram, Darius underscore the underscore artist. And that's all I got. DC, take us home, baby. Well, guys, you know, now that I got my new
0: teleprompter voice. <laughs> 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 stupid well let me tell you you can find me on twitter and instagram acting a fool and you can just type in just type it in underscore one ldc dc underscore or twitter or instagram and my little face will pop up and then you just come over there and be my friend just be my friend we'll talk about video games we'll do some cool things and that's about it. I really don't have much to say. Just be on the lookout for future episodes where we discuss how we can make this place a better place for everyone. And I just want you guys to just take a moment and just
1: check out check out Darius's background. It's beautiful, man. The honeycomb hideout. It's here. I got some more stuff yeah, coming it's too. Beautiful. It's not done. We got some more fun stuff coming on my We got excited. a lot
0: of cool things coming, man. The community's growing um it's always just so fun when it comes to pod man i love it i love it i love it and i'm not going to talk you guys to death so let's just hey man what are we playing what are we going to play
1: i don't know what we're going to play man uh if you guys are in chat hang around we're going to play some video games um that's going to be the end of the audio version guys thank you guys for hanging out man we'll catch you guys next episode peace peace, peace.